Hey there, John Morris here, johnmorrisonline.com, and welcome to another episode of The John Morris Show. In this episode, I am going to be answering another one of your questions. Again, this is a question from over on Quora that I thought would be useful to answer for everybody, and something that I think probably a lot of people are interested in. So, the question is, is it really worth trying Elance and freelancer.com and sites like that. Now, before I dive into my answer, I want to ask you a favor. So one of the things that I want to know with these podcasts is whether or not you're getting something from them or not, because ultimately that's the point of why I do them. I want to help you out. So if you listen to this podcast and you get something out of it, if you go ahead, wherever you happen to be listening, listening to it, I post it on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Facebook, etc. If you get something out of this podcast, if you could go ahead and hit the like button wherever you happen to be, that will let me know that you like this content. And I can start to take a look at the number of likes that uh, my podcast get and give me a, a better idea of when I'm doing a good job and when I'm not. All right, so if you can go ahead and if you get something out of this, go ahead and like it. I would appreciate that. And of course, if you don't, then definitely do not. So that way I know that too. All right, so is it really worth trying Elance and Freelancer.com and freelancing sites like this? And then the question goes in a little bit deeper and says, I'm a web developer from Australia. Uh, I joined Elance a few months ago and Freelancer a week ago. There's a few things I've noticed. I'm always competing against the cheap rates from India and other countries that I find impossible to beat. There are people placing bids with $10, $10 an hour and clients wanting high-quality professional websites for under $500, which I find absolutely impossible to deliver. All right, and so it goes on and basically asks if this is all these sites are. So my answer to this question, is it really worth trying Elance and Freelancer.com, is yes, but. And so I have some reasons why on the yes and some reasons why on the but. Now, you know, if you're like me, you're somebody who really kind of wants to to get to the core uh, truth of what's really going on and what's really happening. And so I've spent a lot of time on these sites and spent a lot of time as a freelancer and web designer and, you know, have, have done a lot to, to uh, figure out these sites and, and understand exactly how they work. And when I first approached them, my mindset was that I would view them as, you know, I, I never wanted to really be on these sites, okay? I never, uh, to me, I always approached it from the mindset of that if I had to be on these sites, that there was something wrong. And uh, in a way, that's true. And so my, my answer kind of points to that. So the reason that I say yes that it's worth going on these sites, and I've maybe modified my position on that a little bit, is that there's a lot of business on these sites. And if used correctly, you can use them to help build your business. So just some rough statistics. On Elance alone in 2013, there was a cumulative, well, it, the cumulative number of earnings was uh, just around $1 billion. So 
that's the earnings that freelancers on Elance have, have earned. So there's a lot of business happening there. And I think in 2013, it was something like $284 million, uh in earnings that year alone. And there was also, in 2013, 1.2 million jobs posted on Elance that year. And to add to that, if you look at the numbers over the, the preceding years, the trend line is going up. So more earnings, more earnings per year, more jobs being posted, and so forth. Everything's headed uh, in a growth direction. So these sites are getting bigger and bigger, and there's lots of business that's being done there. But there's another number that is rising when it comes to Elance and sites like this, and that is the number of new freelancers joining. So in 2013, while there was 1.2 million jobs posted, there was 1.1 million new freelancers who joined. That's new, not anything to do with the people that were already on there. And so that that helps you to get to the core of what these sites really are all about and what the truth behind these sites really is. The name of the game on these sites is competition. That's why these sites exist. They are meant to make you compete with other developers and drive down prices and separate the wheat from the chaff and do all of that sort of automatically for clients. So what it ultimately does, if you let it, is it creates a race to the bottom in terms of pricing. And so that's where the big butt comes in, that while these sites can be helpful for a number of things, you certainly do not want to build your entire business around it. So instead, what you can do is you can use these sites to help you build your overall business. And that's what I recommend that you do, especially if you're just getting started. So if you're someone who's just getting started, or maybe you haven't mastered the art of marketing yourself yet, you're a great coder, great designer, whatever, great freelancer, but you haven't mastered the art of how to actually market yourself, going on these sites and helping you get that mastered and building your business uh, and creating some long-term assets and equity in terms of your business is how you want to use these sites. So you can use them to get experience, both just coding and web design and web development in general, but also just working with clients, getting a feel for that if you've never done it, and also learning about the ins and outs of marketing yourself and selling yourself to clients and having those conversations. So it can be very, very valuable in that sense. It can also be valuable in terms of building a reputation. So, you know, working with certain clients who then tell their friend or colleague about you and you start to build some word of mouth and build a reputation as someone who can deliver. Of course, you need to make sure that you deliver, but you can start to build that reputation and that word of mouth. Uh, you can also use it to understand what clients want and dive into some of the marketing and and how to speak to them and identify niches that you can go after and so forth. So you can, again, there's lots and lots 
of projects and jobs being posted on here. So if you go on Elance and you're looking for some sort of niche to see if it's a viable market and there's no jobs posted on Elance for that, that might be a fairly strong indicator that the niche that you're going after or, or the idea or the market that you think exists for a certain product, maybe it doesn't. Now, that's not the definitive answer, but it can help give you some insight. Okay, so again, you can help it, use it to help you understand what your clients want, both in terms of the actual services they want and then also in the marketing in terms of what they want to hear from you, what questions they have when hiring somebody and so forth. Uh, another great way that you can use these sites is to build your portfolio. So, yeah, maybe you you take a job where you're only getting paid $10 an hour, but you get a nice portfolio item and a testimonial that you can then slap on your website. Oftentimes, that portfolio item will be worth more than what you ever made from it uh, if it's a good portfolio item, if it's a, it's a project that you did really well on. And you can put that on your site. Your portfolio is the biggest thing that you can use to sell yourself. It's the first thing most clients look at. So getting portfolio items, again, especially if you're just starting out, uh, that's a powerful thing that you can use these freelance sites for. So uh, again, you may not be getting paid as much, but you're getting building an asset that you can use long term for your business. Uh, testimonials, which I kind of already meant mentioned. And then the big thing with all of this is that you can actually earn income while you build your business. Now, here's the interesting thing to me. So in the question, it says there are people placing bids with $10 an hour and wanting high quality professional websites for under $500. Now, it's important to understand maybe where I came from. So I came from a construction background where I would work 14 hours a day out in the sun doing hard manual labor and get paid $10 an hour. So to have someone just completely scoff at the idea of $10 an hour for doing web design work is a little interesting to me. Now, don't get me wrong, I, I, I in the ways, uh, scoff at that price too. I would never accept that price. I would never do work for that price. However, I've been doing web design for about 10 years. If you're someone who's just starting out and you're working another job that maybe you make the same or less or maybe even a little bit more and you're looking to get out of that, why wouldn't you take $10 an hour to help you build a business that's going to long-term help you escape from a job that you probably hate? Now, again, long-term you're not going to accept $10 an hour. And you're right in saying that that's a really low price. But when compared to a lot of jobs, even here in the United States, that's not a completely terrible wage. I mean, I have worked jobs where I made much less than that. So uh, I, I think you have to be a, understand the entire context of the workforce and what's happening and what it is that you're doing. Uh, and again, if you take the mindset where you're not going on these sites to build, to get all of your business from, but instead to leverage them to help you build your overall business, then sometimes you'd be willing to take uh, a little bit of a pay cut in order to, to institute some of this and build some of these assets. Okay. So, 
again, I think just understand the overall context and, and what it is that you're doing and don't rely solely on these sites. The last then piece of advice that I would give you when it comes to pricing on these sites is that if you are competing with someone who's from a country where the cost of living is lower and they're able to lower their rates to say $10 an hour and for them that's still quite a bit of money and they're able to survive on it and so forth, yes, they have an advantage in that regard. That's that's a reality, okay? However, you also have an advantage. For example, it, a lot of clients look specifically for developers from developed countries. They looked for they look for developers who are fluent in English and so forth. So simply being from a developed country and speaking fluent English gives you an advantage on the other end. So they can compete on price, but you can compete on, say, value or quality in a sense. So the trick is to not fall into their trap. If I could give you one overriding piece of advice, it would be to never, ever, ever, ever compete on price on these sites. If you see someone who has a job listed, and I've done this for say $10 an hour or it's a fixed price job for $500 and you look at it and you say, there's no way that what they're, they want is realistically going to be built by someone for the price that they want, you write a proposal and you tell them that and you give them what you would do it for. Now, you're not going to get a, a a client in that space, a lot of them to hire you, but I have had clients where I've done that, hire me and hire me at the rate that I've said because they've realized what they were doing. They realized that they were asking for the impossible and they were going to get nothing as a result. On the flip side, the people who don't hire you, uh, it'll be somewhat of a subtle I told you so. Because chances are that if you say that and they hire somebody else and they, they hire them on price and then they have issues, they're going to remember what you said and they are much less likely to make that mistake in the future. And over time, the more and more people that you do that with and the more and more as a development community we do that with, then the more you're going to get people competing on value and not on price. Now, that's a little bit idealistic, I realize that. However, again, just you in a very practical sense, you can't compete on price. So don't do it. Compete on value. Talk about what you can deliver, not how much it's going to cost. And make sure that you're worth every penny that you charge. So, you shouldn't be trying to outbid people based off of price. You should have your prices be what they are, and you should have good reasons why they are what they are, and you should be able to deliver a higher quality product than someone who's doing it for $10 an hour. Because the reality is if someone who's doing it for $10 an hour probably has a whole bunch of projects going at once, uh, and you're just simply, the client's simply not going to get the quality from it. All right, so 
that's my thoughts on is it really worth trying Elance and Freelancer and Odesk and so forth uh, and all the things that you really should take into consideration when you're working on these sites. All right, so that'll do it for this episode of the podcast. As I mentioned earlier, if you like this episode, please let me know so that I know that you're getting value from these podcasts and what topics you liked better and so forth. Uh, if you haven't yet, then go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so you can get access to all of the episodes. And if you have a question that you would like me, then there's two main places that you can do that. You can head on over to Cora.com slash John-Morris-67, and you can ask a question and invite me to answer it, and I'll try to get it on the show. Otherwise, you can simply tweet me at JP Morris using the hashtag JMO I want to know, and I'll try, try to answer that question for you. And if you haven't yet, then head on over to johnmorrisonline.com and download my free cheat sheet, Seven Strategies to Turn Your Code into Cash. All right, thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you next time.